Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The secret to summer-ready skin is here. Osea's number one best-selling Andaria Algae Body Oil, clinically proven to instantly improve skin elasticity and transform dry skin to silky, soft, and unbelievably glowing. Its signature scent of freshly squeezed grapefruit, cypress, and mango mandarin transports you to sun-kissed summer days. Get healthy, glowing skin for summer with clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code GLOW at OseaMalibu.com. Sans Pants Radio, God isn't dead, he's just sleeping. Hello, darlings. The Melbourne International Comedy Festival is coming up, and if you want to guarantee yourself a good time, then you should come and see me host Big Deal, a terrible quiz show starring a whole bunch of Sans Pants people and comedians. It's sort of like the game show equivalent of when a person's contact lens gets shoved by force back around the, the back of their eye and isn't found for years. Grab your ticket from the Melbourne International Comedy Festival website, as well as our own website, sanspantsradio.com forward slash live. Also, if you've been looking for a way to show the world how much you support Sans Pants, then why not head to sanspantsradio.com forward slash merch and grab some limited edition enamel pins. They're going fast, so grab some now. Hey everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Thumb Cramps, a video game podcast for everyone whose thumbs are cramping. I'm Joel. I'm Jackson. And I'm Joel. And today we're going to be looking at Feudal Alloy and other games. Okay, so I played Feudal Alloy for the Switch. I think it's a fairly recent game. It's another sort of like an indie uh, game, which I'm, I'm beginning to think is a trend for me. Uh-huh. Uh, Although, just... positive feedback in the comments below or on our Facebook page for people <laughs> like, I am so glad that Zamet keeps reviewing indie games because indie Especially games are affordable. for the Switch. Yeah. <laughs> in fact, only for <laughs> the Have Switch. Have you ever reviewed anything that's not been for the Switch? Uh, I did Horizon Zero Dawn. Oh, uh, that's true. He reviewed Going on a Holiday. I did. <laughs> that was that for was real pretty... life. Yeah, yeah that yeah. was for real life. I, you know, I, uh, look, the Switch might have featured in that particularly. Yeah. Uh, Particular uh, review, but you're right. It was, it right. When the was focus. the last time you did an Xbox One review? <laughs> yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. I've been letting the team down by not reviewing <laughs> a game console that none of us have. <laughs> I reviewed Sea of Thieves, and that's on Xbox One. But in I fact, reviewed that it for was the PC. Ex- yeah, that was mm. an Xbox exclusive. Yeah, I know. Mm. So, so anyway, uh, the basic concept for uh, Feudal Alloy is that you are a robot. With a fish tank face, mm-hmm. so it's like a fish. So you think of like your basic, like almost like Bender, okay, drama that kind of body, but instead of like a robot face, it's just a fish tank with a fish in it. Do you play as the fish or the robot? He, well, it t- he plays a robot, so okay. I assume. <laughs> All right, is the, the fish the, controlling the robot? Are uh, you controlling the fish? Who's controlling the robot? Are you controlling the robot? The fish is just there. Is this a fish? Every maybe the fish is a feature, but every robot you then see, like every subsequent robot. And every robot in the game has a fish in it. So, I don't know. All right. 
fish rose up. Yeah. <laughs> they invented robots and yeah. killed humans. Or robots rose up and decided they loved fish. Maybe. Either way, I'm into it. They decided so, that's a handsome head for them to have. <laughs> so uh, the basic uh, story is uh, you're that robot. Uh, some bad robots have come to where you're working, which is a retirement village for other robots. Oh, no. And they have uh, stolen the sunflower oil, which no. you have grown yourself. <gasps> you need that. Uh, you do, because those old robots need to be lubricated. Yeah, I get it. Um, Lube them up. So they've been, they've been, that's been stolen. Got to lube up them bots. Yeah. So uh, your job now is to go get that oil for those now non-lubed bots. Okay. So you pick up a, a sword and then you go out there and you just basically got to stab some robots. There's a lot of things that I like about this. One, yeah. the plot involves lubing up the elderly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's two, your goal, really. Two, that robot picks up a sword and yeah. is like, I'm going to... Defeat robots with a sword. I like that lubing up the elderly in this is sort of like you're getting Princess Peach back yeah. from Bowser. <laughs> it's, you know, in Mario 64, Peach is like, I'll give you a cake at the end of this. Your cake is lubed up old people. That's awesome. Old robots. Old robots, Jackson. I'm so sorry. Robots. They're so, uh, not people. Straight away, I just want to point out the art direction of this is fantastic. It's oh. all, it's hand drawn. It is like a, it's a 2D platform Metroidvania game. Charles, so, I'm revealing a 2D platformer. <laughs> Shock. Twist uh, for the switch, yeah. <gasps> Shock. Uh, uh, so it's, it's hand drawn. It's kind of clunky looking, but it, I, I like that. And it's really nice seeing that again. Every robot has a little fish in it. So you're like, "Where's the fish?" Oh, that and is I, cool. And I have a look for that. It's a lot of fun. Uh, and the sound design works really well. Uh, the music really leans towards that jovial, feudal kind of Ren Fair feel. Yeah, yeah, because so I've, like, I've, oh, I've listened to you play it a couple times just because you've been on the Switch next mm. to me on the couch. And it is very jaunty music. Yeah. It's very nice. So that's really, really nice. And I really like that kind of uh, uh, thing for this. And it's a very just, it's a very basic Metroidvania game. You play, the robot is called um, Atu, mm-hmm. and you, you just progress. Atu D2. <laughs> Through the uh, uh, game in a relatively linear fashion. Yeah. Um, That's not a Metroidvania. It's it's more linear than a typical Metroidvania game. There is some backtracking, of course, but not nearly as enough for my liking. Yeah, fair. And the gameplay is very, very simple. So you go around, you're you're jumping on platforms, you're you're stabbing bad robots, and maybe occasionally throwing some bombs at them. You discover secrets and unlock new abilities. And all typical stuff you'd see in a Metroidvania game. You know, there's the double jump, a fireball thingy, a dash. Yeah. Any any power you get is just it's just not a surprise. Yeah. You're kind yeah, of like sure. ah yes, I know this one. Ah, when do I get? The, ah, got it again. <laughs> yeah. Ah, good. Yep, that's great. You know what's good um, about Metroid? I'm surprised with some of the stuff I unlock in that, even though that the short. <laughs> Yeah, oh, I'm the same Occasionally with Occasionally I'm playing a Metroid game, they give me something, I'm like, excuse me? My yeah. least favourite thing with a Metroidvania game, and I, good ones don't do this, but bad ones love it, is where you you get to that point where you're like, uh, I should be unlocking a new ability right about now, and you do, but the ability is only useful for, like, one area. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know that kind of thing? It's like, oh, you've unlocked the... I don't know, the shadow jump, and there's like one shadow yeah. jump barrier you've got to get through, and then it's a useless ability for the rest of the game. Yeah. Good ones are like, hey, you unlock the ice beam, which you can then freeze stuff so they can jump into a new area, and, and now that you've unlocked this other ability, it combines with the ice yeah. beam, so now you can do this thing, and then that unlocks... Yeah, I get it. Metroid <laughs> yeah. rules. It, it, Metroid it, is great. It's so good. But yeah, there's, there's, I think this more falls into the, the former rather than the latter. Okay. Oh. Uh, the, unfortunately, the only thing you can do is like, oh, yes, now that I can double jump and dash, I guess I can now get to other areas. But a lot of that stuff is like, 
Just particular quickly, area. Yeah. and this is the first point in Thumb Chrome's history that there's going to be a brief news segment just because I remembered and people might actually care about this and it'll still be relevant. Yeah. Yes. Nintendo did a really weird thing this week. I saw where this. They released a, like a, kind of like a Nintendo Direct, but just about Metroid Prime 4. Oh, yeah. yeah. To say that they built the game, hated it, and now the original studio that made Metroid Prime 1 to 3 is making a new Metroid Prime 4, so like it's not coming out until at least 2022. <laughs> oh, that's kind of cool. Look, but at least was... they were able to be like, look, we did it. We gave it a bill. Mm, not good. <laughs> Garbage. Mm. Um, good there's also them. this huge rumor that there's going to be an official statement soon from Retro Studios being like, hey, you look under development for probably another two to three years, but here's the Metroid Prime trilogy ported to the Switch. And if that happens, <gasps> what, if you see that in the news, listeners, know that... The next week, I will be reviewing, reviewing all that. of them. <laughs> <laughs> well, I love those games. But yeah, it was just such a weird video. Oh, it was bizarre. Yeah, I, yeah, I was very like shocked. If we made it, it'd be like, hey, we recorded the thumb cramps, and uh, look, we gave us a, a game score of four thumbs and a knock, and we just don't think that that was true. So we've deleted the episode entirely. We're telling you what happened with it, though. <laughs> yeah. And, and a new gonna... one will come out in two years. Yeah, and look, we've, uh, we've look, we've hired three other <laughs> better reviewers better, better who know what they're on about. You yeah. know, yeah, so, we don't know what we're talking look, about today. So we're garbage. We're garbage babies, and we apologize. <laughs> but yeah, like big ups to Nintendo for just yeah. being like cooked it. That's <laughs> cooked. <laughs> cooked it. That's uh, on like, us. It's, that's video... great. I want more of that. Yeah. I want more of that in media to be like, yep. All right, so we've got a new Justice League. It's coming out. It's going to be great. Okay, so we finished mm. it. It's Look, we cooked it. We cooked so it garbage. pretty hard. Um, we're going back to square one. Look, we fired everyone. Wouldn't it be Just great? Literally like, everyone. Say the the next. We got next... old mate back. Miller. We got him back. <laughs> He's gonna do it. He's, he's, he, we got him back finally. It would be great if, like, because I think the next big Nintendo game coming out is Yoli, Yoshi's Crafted World. Yeah. yeah. The idea of them just like. Releasing it, but being like, it sucks. <laughs> like, I don't think it will be bad, but that's just how funny, well, like, next evolution to be like, this game's it's garbage. You can play it if you want. I wouldn't. They yeah. did that with Kirby for the Switch, kind of. Yeah? They released an entire free DLC campaign because they're like, look, first one's probably too easy. <laughs> mm. Yeah, that's so, right. They did too. Kirby Star Allies now has two story modes and oh, one really? was just added later. Yeah. All oh, right. Because, like, but, the first one, very easy. Yeah, well, they didn't flat out say, hey, this is bad, but... They should have. They... <laughs> I was kind of like, look, cooked <laughs> it. Here's yeah. a better version, Soz. Well, that's nice. Yeah. yeah. Even, like, the Maybe Switch I'll... feels like, look, the Wii U mm, had some good ideas, but we cooked it, but now it's good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, release more Wii U content on the Switch, please. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so, getting back to uh, uh, Feudalia, there's some things that they it does really well that I really liked and I thought was really... like it, it, It's kind of basically putting on a, a new... I don't know, splash of paint on an old system, but it still is is nice. I really like the design. I think there's nothing wrong um, with that. I think oh, it, yeah, that's 100%. something that gets criticized a lot, but if mm. the new paint looks nice, yeah. so, okay. Uh, the way they did uh, health and stamina. So you have oil, which is your health, Yeah. Uh, and I love the animation of you You tip back your, uh, uh, your fish tank head and just pour oil into your body. That's great. And that's great. And you also have a temperature gauge, uh, which works as your stamina. Uh, which works as your stamina. Okay. So, so you um, start too hot? Uh, you start cold, and every swing you do, a special ability, you build up your temperature. And if you overheat, you're you're a sack of crap. Um, <laughs> it's just there to get hit and maybe try and jump away. But because you're flailing around because you can't do anything, you just get hit and die. Oh, that's and, great. Uh, um, bad. 
Is the stamina yep. bar easy to notice? I just know I have some friends that are really bad at <laughs> looking at stamina bars. And... Yeah, it's pretty noticeable. It's like a sound of involved and like it's it's pretty <laughs> Might hard. Might not help, frankly, <laughs> not to uh, <laughs> notice. So, uh, but you uh, you drink coolant, which sort of stops that or freezes it for a limited time, oh, that's like cool. a car. Yeah, is it, is it the way it works? The is that when you're overheating, you can still walk, mm-hmm. but you just can't attack or swing or defend yeah, yourself? Yeah, you can still yeah, that's walk really cool. and jump <laughs> like and, a car. Yeah. Like <laughs> Like a car. I've defended so <laughs> from my furious blows. <laughs> yeah, if a car overheats, it becomes flesh. <laughs> yeah, that's that's uh, ooh, that's, that's a design unpleasant. flaw. They'll fix it. Uh, and yeah, I'm looking ooh. forward to cars version two. two. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and when you take a, like a swig of oil or a swig of coolant, it happens in game. So it's anim- animations there, and you know the. Uh, you, the bad robots can still attack you. That's cool. So you, you do have to be somewhat strategic if you're like in Dianese being like, shit, 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 shit. I, I like that that would um, kind of counteract that classic thing in a game like that where you just like spam health it. potions or whatever. Yeah. yeah. It, it, look, it does try to reinvent or add to the typical playstyle of a Metroidvania by pulling in aspects of other genres. Oh, okay. Which I would say ultimately, unfortunately, falls flat. So there's a leveling system, which again is uh, that yeah. three different tier, like tiers or trees. Mm. But you know, you you play enough, you you just get everything anyway. Yeah, and and some of the like levels or like little perks you sort of get are infuriatingly vague. Oh. Like, oh, you get a nice new cooling pump, or your hands are strong now. Doesn't exactly carry over to what that means. Yeah, that's so infuriating when a game is like. You get a new upgrade and it gives like a quote or like a little mm. story, and you're like, I would just like to know the mechanics of yeah, this. Like one- I don't, this is not where I need lore mm. in my game. One is like, oh, you can now parry. I'm like, how? <laughs> yeah. I've, I, ne- I don't, I still don't That's know how so to parry. Because I'm like, do I parry bullets? Do I parry? <laughs> not many other uh, enemies use use a sword. Some do. Just Some just electrocute damage? me. Yeah, so that's frustrating. What? Yeah, screw that. Um, so that's a bit. Frustrating. It does carry over to uh, there's an inventory system mm. where you can switch out your equipment for maybe better stuff. Okay. Again, it's very infuriatingly vague because you just can't compare what's in your inventory to what you have equipped. So you have to basically unequip what you have equipped to kind of quickly compare if it's better or not. Oh, man. And if it's better or not, it's kind of almost subjective because it's like oil. Uh, heat temperature or armor or damage and there's like either like one to three dots and you're like but yeah is like what is there is is what <laughs> what does these dots mean is is one that is slightly better than the other again it's infuriatingly it's the kind of thing as well where you're like honestly you could probably do the whole thing with your stock standard uh yeah it got to a point where i just didn't really bother switching yeah. things out and it was fine yeah. um but you can change your helmet your body your arms your legs and your sword and that's kind of cool mm. and each one is different like hand drawn yeah so it does change the way um you Atu look. looks which is cool and i really like that because it, it does kind of you know, you change it from them being like, I'm a pirate boy to I'm actually looking now like a dapper knight with robot arms and legs or whatever. <laughs> so are they just is. visual or is there like an actual... There is some, like, there is stats there, but it just doesn't, it doesn't really tell you much. And so that's the really it's like new legs plus three leg. It's <laughs> like, like okay. new leg, uh, armor, three dots, cooling one dot. And then you get another one. It's like legs new, armor, three dots, 
um, damage one dot, and you're like, oh, I guess it does a little bit more damage, but how much would be nice to know? Yeah. One dot! But one dot! <laughs> one so, dot! Yeah. Who are you, some Jackson Bailey idiot who's not reading? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's all just way too basic, and the thing is, there are so many options that I just couldn't be bothered with, because like you, you know, when you kill your, your robot, the bad robots, you get little parts that level you up, but also you get coins and you can buy armor and upgrades and stuff like that. But there is so much I just didn't buy because yeah, I'm fair. like, I just don't care enough and the, the game isn't giving me enough feedback that this isn't um, warranted the time spent kind of going through this. Yeah, so sure. if you find something that you're like, oh, I like the look of that, eh, let's do that. Uh, and on and on that note, I guess there's a, a lot of... Oh, no, we have to end the episode. <laughs> oh, man, that was stressful. <laughs> <laughs> but with that, uh, there's a lot of um, uh, superfluous functions in the game. Like, I, I lent, you know, again, as I was saying, I learned parry, and I'm like, mm. I, I don't know, I have no idea what this means. Uh, yeah. Bombs that you get, you get a bunch of them, so you get fire bombs, electrical bombs, freeze bombs. I just, I just couldn't be bothered because yeah. there's a limited amount that you can carry with you or you could, like, you know, you can purchase them, but they, there is, like, a, like a stock... Uh, and since enemies respawn when you re-enter the room, yeah. I just not like, worth it. And can I, can I be bothered? That is with that the that? kind of thing where a fire one will damage some enemies more than others? I th- maybe. Okay. Again, mm. Mm. if a, ga- if a, a game one froze people, electrical stun them, fire they kind of just catch on fire, mm. and then a normal bomb just hurts them. I guess. Yeah. But like, I don't know. It it made me not so much conserve my bomb use it just i would just i'll just use the sword yeah because that's fine i can do that mm. games that have varied attacks but there's an obvious right one like easy one to use is funny and is something that i will be talking about later mm. also yeah i think it, jack you pointed out it's like uh i think either you or either off mic <laughs> chatting to our good friend adam where it's like gamers will always path of least resistance path of least yeah. resistance and i'm like i could in the middle of combat be switching through which bombs and hucking them because there is like a system where you can kind of aim yeah so the longer you hold it down the you know the, the arc is you know further or i could just jump in and dash and yeah stab and keep going yeah mm. i mm. often have used broken weapons in games just because they're easier yeah well this at a certain even broken weapon this is the one you start with yeah I think it's because if a game's core mechanics are really basic and, like, say combat isn't, like, the best part of the game or the most fun you're getting out of the game, you kind of just want it over. So you're like, whatever's doing the most damage so I can just get to the next bit. Like, Mm -hmm. that path of least resistance kind of, like, works in synergy with, like, the Skinner boxness of games and you just end up powering through Mm. to the end and you're like, did I play that game? I know, it got to a point where I'm like, you know, honestly, I could skip a lot of these bad guys and just kind of... Go to the next area without swinging my sword if I'm yeah. just good at avoiding, which is what I kind of did towards the end. And there are there are bad guys that are, I think, indestructible, or at least as far as I'm aware. Because <laughs> I'm like, ah, oh, yes, I guess no, nothing's hurting them good. So there's a lot of repetition in this. You know, every enemy you kill goes towards leveling you up. So if you're going back and forth trying to be like, maybe I, I need to un- uncover a secret. It's just like, ah, oh, yes, kill, kill, collect, collect. Yeah. Yes, good, level up, I guess. Woo. Again, there's just a lot of repetition. Um, there was maybe one or two genuinely stressful times that I had playing this, like, and that that's great. Yeah. Because that's what you really want in some of these games is like your boss fight or an area where you're like, how do I get through this? I'm really, oh my God, I'm stressing. I had that, yeah, twice okay. overall. Mm-hmm. That's pretty um, rough. Metroidvanias are meant to be so stressful. Like, I know. You just fear. Full of fear. You're yeah. alone and your guns are broken, your sword's broken, everything's broken. You got 
99 health, but enemies take 40 of it. Every exactly. Metroidvania boss should be like, you, you do it once and die, and you're like, how? Exactly. How am I ever meant to defeat this boss? So that when you do, and you're like, eighth try, you're like, yes! Yeah. Yeah, it's canon that Samus and <laughs> Simon from Castlevania die every fight heaps. Yeah, can yeah. we petition to change Metroidvania to Metroid Vario? Because all the original Wario games are Metroidvania, and it rules. It's a classic. It's but nobody calls them Metroid. It's always Metroid and Castlevania, levels. huh? There's, there's levels in Super in Super Wario Land one, but two, three, and four. It's just one open... It. The, you're yeah. remembering wrong. I've no, played them. At least Super Wario 3 is definitely a Metroidvania. They're called Wario Land, first of all. <laughs> Wario Land 3, where you fight a big clown, is guaranteed a, mm. a Metroidvania. No, they're open. that's the one I've played. Mm. It's definitely levels. It's Metroidvania, because you, you defeat a level, and in that level you get a thing that lets you go to another level. That lets you unlock new things in old levels. Oh. I promise you. Maybe okay. not the other ones, but anyway. <laughs> Metroid Varios! Uh, okay, Metroid Varios, fine, I'll yes. concede. But yeah, there's like in, a few special times in this, but nothing compared to literally any of the boss fights in, say, Hollow Knight. Mm. Um, which, to me, honestly, should be kind of like your, your, your base yeah, absolutely. level of your standard now for these mm. type of games. Oh, Hollow um, Knight as a standard means that genre needs to lift, because... <laughs> Well, Hollow Knight. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. If No, good. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah, Hollow... yeah. I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, It's yeah. like being like, yeah, so the new bar for m- movies is... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you've walked yourself yeah. into a... Um... <laughs> Choose an opinion that's not going to be refuted. Yeah. That's what yeah. I'm excited Go for. On. Go on. Billy Madison. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy! Ooh. Good luck, directors of today. Yeah, yeah, enjoy Best of luck. So, directors Mm. of today, I got it hard, but think about directors of tomorrow. (laughs) Oh, boy. So, um, but yeah, speaking of boss fights, um, in Feudal Alloy, want to guess how many there were? Seven. We've got seven, we've got seven, we've got seven. Four. Two. There's two boss fights. Two. Sick. Oh, my God. How how long did the game take to complete? Uh, Not that long. Like, I was probably chipping away at it over maybe two to three days. Okay. Like, it's quite... Kind of simple, really mm. easy. But yeah, the, there are just two boss fights, and they're very, very easy. It's, it was quite disappointing. I think maybe I died a couple times on the first one, but then you, when you work what you're doing, you're like, ah, yeah, cool, cool. Mm. It's very simple, which is, again, very disappointing. So as I mentioned before, gameplay is just very simple. It's it's too simple. Mm. You swing your sword, and sure, there are some minor customization bits, but there's nowhere as in-depth as I'd like. Like, I, you know, I can't be like, I want to go full mage and just yeah, kind of like, yeah. yeah, look at me, throw my fireball and do my, my cool down B move where I'm, everything's electric. And it's just, whatever, I'm just going to swing my sword and, 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 be, and be done with it. Uh, <laughs> it's good because, like, the game sounds like it has heaps of stuff and you were just like, no. Nah. Yeah, and that's the thing. It, it's un- which I mean, it should, it's not on. That's mm, it's that's, mm. that's a bit it, that's, on you, but not like on you on you as in I'm like this game's actually great, and you're playing it wrong, <laughs> like I have hassled Jackson for. It's it's just it's repetitive. Some of the yeah. challenges, so some of the puzzles are challenging, but the strongest part of the game is the art. As yeah, I sort of said at the very top of this, it's the art style is really, really, really good. It's trying to do a lot, but it's just kind of like, oh, but in doing so, it kind of limits itself. If they had just gotten rid of all the inventory stuff and made it very simple, so you upgrade your armor as you progress rather than kind of having that. But again, it was nice to have like different, you know, everyone looking a bit different. So, yeah. I don't know. It, it just seems to be like, 
they try to do too much, and it, and it feels they should have really paired. Kind of where you're like, well, if you got rid of like RPG elements and stuff, and instead of focusing on that, put all of that attention into making a more fun Metroidvania. Yeah, Metroidvania. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> follow your own damn rules. <laughs> um, yeah, 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 then yeah, you yeah. might have ended up with a There's better no game. There's no way Wario Land Three is open world. It's not. I'll tell you how it works. Okay, it's a, it's like the mm. Mario system. Isn't no, it? no, like Mario Super Mario World system where no. there's like an. So world. you go. So you've got a big open open world. You go into it's, it's like various different levels on a map, right? But not all of them are unlocked. You go into one level. You explore. You find a bell. It's more like Dark Souls. <laughs> you ring that bell. You don't have to, but if you find it in the level, it's like dong, and then you open up new levels. You go to those levels. You find like the red flute. Because of that, you can open up new levels or extra bits of old levels. It's a Metroidvania. But can you beat the game without doing that stuff? Yes. Then you're just describing Super Mario World. Super Mario World doesn't have doing things in levels to unlock other levels. Uh, Super Mario Brothers 3 has hidden levels that you have to do certain things. Not stuff quite the same. No, it's a more advanced system, but it's not a Metroidvania. Anyway, debate in the comments. Uh... <laughs> Comment below. <laughs> Metroidvania or Metroidvario? Either way. Like, if you're wanting a game um, that you can kind of lose yourself in a couple of days and you, and you like this kind of genre... And you're happy to spend maybe, like, I think it was 20 bucks Australian. Oh, that's um, cheap. That's pretty good. Yeah, grab it. Uh, it won't bring anything new to, to the kind of genre, but, you know, it, it, it's fine to scratch that itch uh, if you've already put in too many hours in, say, Hollow Knight. But if you really want a very good Metroidvania game for the Switch and you haven't already played Hollow Knight... Yeah, just play just Hollow Knight. Shovel Knight? Just, is that just a- get Hollow Knight. Oh, I mean, no, I don't think Shovel Knight is. Mm. Mm. Yeah, Shovel Knight's fun, but I don't think it's a... A Metroidvania. Yeah, Metro so Barrier. all in all, Feudal Alloy, two thumbs and a knuck. It's okay, middle of the road. Mm. It's okay. Yeah, that's, that's, that's kind of almost the worst review you can get, really. It's okay. Yeah. Anyway, let's have a quick word from our sponsor. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Oh, and also, I'd just like to let everyone know that if they don't come and see Big Deal, the horrible quiz show I'll be hosting in the Melbourne International Comedy Festival, then I'll be really upset. Grab your tickets from our website, sanspantsradio.com forward slash live. Anyways, what have you been playing this week, JD? So, I've been playing a follow-up to a game series that I adored as a teen slash early 20s-man. No More Heroes. (laughs) That's it. That's what we call Uh, Yeah, so... Uh, no More Heroes and No More Heroes 2 Desperate Struggle were released on the Wii. Mm-hmm. And they were both very weird games that I was surprised got released on the Wii. The Wii exclusive for a bit too. They're pretty much the story of Travis Touchdown. And, great, uh, great name. Yeah, uh, big, big ups, big fan. Yeah, great name. He wears c- cool jackets and t-shirts that reference anime. 
he is described as Okatu, which pretty much just... Otaku? Yep. What did I say? Okatu. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe I'm wrong. I thought it was Otaku, but... Weeb? Just say Weeb. The game doesn't say that, though, but (laughs) it pretty much bullies him the whole time. Anyway, he loves Japan, but he's American. Yeah, all right. His name is Travis Touchdown. He's bored one day, so he goes on eBay and he bids on a laser sword and then he buys it and then they're like, hey... There's an Assassin's League. If you win, you get heaps of money. And he was like, yeah, okay, sick. What kind of a game is it? It's just like a- Like a beat-em-up? Yeah, like- kind of like a beat-em-up, except with swords. Okay, yeah, cool. And then each level has a big boss fight that all has, like, every boss fight is pretty different. That's cool. Uh, the second one introduces, like, different swords and stuff, and, like, there's, like, a tragic backstory. But then, anyway, that was ten years ago. Ten years later, when they announced the Switch lineup of games, pretty much- Travis Strikes Back came in and everyone was like, oh my god, No More Heroes 3. And then Suda51, who was the designer of the game, was like, no, no, no. It's not a sequel. It's not a sequel. It's just a rehash to see where Travis is up to these days. It's definitely a sequel. (laughs) I've played it for a couple of hours and they directly reference the second game heaps. In fact, the plot of the game is the father of an assassin you killed in the second game coming to get revenge. But rather than this being an assassin thing... The plot of this game is just nonsense. It's you have a prototype of a video game console that sucks you into the video games. Oh. So the dad who comes to get revenge, you just compete in video games because if you beat all seven, then your wish comes true. <laughs> and the dad's <laughs> wish is for his daughter to come back. <laughs> I don't know what Travis's wish is, and I don't know why he doesn't just let the dad do that. <gasps> wow. Now- Mm. You were talking about before a video game where there's different attacks, but there's obviously just one that you can just hammer the whole way. Travis strikes back No More Heroes, which is also annoying because it should be the other way around. Yeah, absolutely. Has a light attack, a heavy attack, a jump and attack, dodge and stuff like that. Forget about all of that. Just hammer that heavy attack because the heavy attack isn't that much slower than a normal attack. (laughs) It does way more damage. Ah, man, that's frustrating. Um, frustrating. Incorporated the lightsaber charging thing. uh, Beam katana is what they call it. Yeah. But uh, because the game is... Look, I'll describe the game in four words because that ties into what I'm about to say. It's repetitive, addictive, dumb, and horny. All right. So to charge the lightsaber in the first two, you had to shake the Wiimote like you were masturbating. Sure. Uh, and okay. then the character did a pretty similar thing, like jerked off the sword. Cool. But in this one, it's like a top-down thing, but he still does the same thing. It's just controlled weird. Uh, look, all seven games that you play through have a different distinct flair, and this is meant to be like a love letter to indie games. But More of a hate letter? No, it's more just like, <laughs> hmm, this is good, I guess, but like, what if I was just playing the game you're talking about? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Because that could be better. I kind of you're like getting like a pale version of each mm. indie game they're not parodying, yeah. but like every indie indie game they're Basically like. what happens is there's like a layout of a pretty standing So the first one is just like a, a top down shooter mm-hmm. kind of situation, but they put Travis in it who's just like, shut up about your rules. I'm gonna play through it like this because I'm me and I'm cool and love Japan. Yeah. The character's meant to be annoying, but he's He's very annoying. He sounds annoying. <laughs> he sounds, I'm annoyed by him. I'm yeah. not even playing I it. I kind of hate him. People wanted him in Smash, and I'm kind of sad he's not, because I think that would be good, but... Just yeah. to beat him up? <laughs> well, like, like I, before this game, I like kind of liked him, because mm. I was like, he's annoying, but whatever. But now I just like, shut up, Travis. <laughs> and the second one is like a weird, like really gory murder house game that's meant to be clearly like a horror survival. But again, it's the same 
play style. Yeah. It's just that the pretty much the location's different. So like just So wait, it's still like a top down Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, that's not a love letter to indie games. That's just the same mm-hmm. game. You can buy T-shirts though that have real life brands on them. Oh, see, <laughs> so, Adidas. Um, <laughs> no, it's in like video games. Uh, okay. So uh, I'm currently wearing a T-shirt that just has the Papers Please logo on it. <laughs> that's kind of great. Right. Um, it's I was gonna... say, have you ever played a game called like uh, Evo Land? Nope. Which is kind of like uh, it does change up the um, I guess the art style and what the the gameplay depending on like where you are. It sort of takes you through. Uh, is different... this almost like a text based adventure and then ends in like a yeah yeah? I've heard about it and it sounds interesting and then I never played it. It's coming out on this on the Switch soon. Oh, Ooh, cool! Neat. Hmm. That sounds like a love letter to. <gasps> indie games. Like I can get it. It's just that it's also meant to be. This like... sounds like a, I'm going to write a love letter to to indie games and I'm going to write this down. Oh no, my pen broke. I've licked all over the page and I accidentally spat on the paper. It's also sort of annoying mm, that, like, it's like maybe I'll it. mail it anyway. It's like that there was two tabs open on his computer when he was writing a love letter. And mm. one, he was writing the love letter in indie games, but the other one, he was watching pornos. Ah. Yeah. yeah. So, like, it's just very horny. Which is weird, because I think this is the third game in a row I've reviewed for this. I'm like, wow, it's horny. <laughs> I shouldn't yeah. be shocked anymore. <laughs> You've got, we've all got, got tropes. Samus gonna review an indie Metroid Vario, <laughs> and you're gonna review a horny game. That's yeah, that's life. It's just really weird because, like, so basically the way that the, the progression of this game is also very weird because the game starts with like a proper cinematic y sort of like in game animated plot. Basically, uh, what's a cutscene? That's yeah. what I was looking for. <laughs> in game animated plot. Yeah, <laughs> in game animated plot. plot. Cutscene. Oh yeah, AJ. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I think Final Fantasy were uh, renowned for them. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then the title happened, and then you get thrown straight into the first game. Then you beat the first game, and then you take him back to Travis's house. And Badman, who is the dad of Bad Girl, who is the person that you killed, sure, oh, is just chilling at your house, waiting for you to unlock the second game. To unlock the second game, you have to go to a different menu that just takes. It looks like kind of like a point-and-click adventure. Uh, no, a text-based adventure game. Yeah. But there's never any options or anything. It just tells you the story, and then you unlock another game at the end of that. Then you play through that game, and then you just have to keep going back and forth. <laughs> That's so weird. It sounds infuriating. It's such... It's one of those games where, like, I don't hate it because the game design is so weird and so, like, mm. abrasive, which is something I respect in video games, and I shouldn't. Like, de- like people are like, ah, oh, Dead Space 2 is the best. I'm like, no, Dead Space 1, because you're really, really slow and it's annoying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, survival horror games that make Oh, yeah, you've got to be slow. You've got to be slow mm-hmm. and clunky and everything's got to be difficult to do. Yeah, and like ac- like Dark Souls as well. Like, they're like, ah, oh, some of the poor design in that has made the game harder. I'm like, good. Yeah, absolutely. Hurt me. <laughs> My favorite thing in Alien Isolation is the fact that unlocking doors takes a really long time <laughs> and that's so good when you're like the aliens coming and you're just like clunk turn the thing like you got all the time in the world that makes it fun <laughs> i get it well like even resident evil 4 like the first one before they ported it and fixed it but you couldn't run and shoot yeah that's great stop make me stand still good <laughs> yeah. it's an insane thing to do <laughs> but good it makes the game hard and, and it's scary. the same when it, like video games do this i'm like why did they think this is a good idea so i don't know it's not a good game, but, but it's maybe 40- it gets a high score. <laughs> no, <laughs> it does get a high score. Will I keep playing it till completion? Yes. <laughs> um, it's forty-five Australian dollars, which is probably too much. It's weird. 
None of it really makes any sense. It's reference heavy. It's almost Deadpool-ish at points. In fact, one of the jokes early on was like, it's like, you breaking the fourth wall like Deadpool. And he's like, no, I did it first. You- oh, boy. All right. Yeah. Okay, you've made me not ever want to play this. I'm oh. giving this no thumbs. Yeah, I'm, I'm cutting off my thumbs for this one. <laughs> this game is very aggressively not for either of you boys. Yes. yes. It's not a Metroid Vario, <laughs> and it has heaps of text. Yeah, no thanks. Uh, <laughs> I think I'm going to give it... Uh, it's very addictive, which is weird, and I think I'm... It's alright, man. You like your addictive, horny game. Yeah. It's okay. Nothing wrong with that. that. Nothing wrong. With I will loving. never pay attention to a story. Yeah. Zamet loves most games if they look pretty. Yeah. <laughs> and you love horny games. That's life. Yeah. <laughs> Five thumbs. <laughs> uh, no, it's probably, it's probably like a, th- probably three, three thumbs and a knock from me. Okay. Okay, and this high. is a moment of self-acceptance that yeah. we're all witnessing here, and that's great. Yeah, I don't feel good about it. It should be lower, but it's rare for me to be like, like I'm thinking about playing it now because I'm excited to see what the next level is, but I shouldn't. Because it'll be the same thing. Yep. Is it? Is it the equivalent of eating a lot of, say, Pringles or Doritos, where you know it's not good for you, but you like how it feels in your mouth, it tastes fine, or- but every time you finish one, you're like, what did it taste like again? No, nah, so you kind of grab it. Again. Say, is it like the equivalent like of like you've too got too much hot food? Oh, okay, huh? like spicy or <laughs> yeah, spicy food. Whereas like it burns, and when it's happening, you're like this is silly. But then the moment you stop, you're like, oh, no, I love spicy food. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, he, he, he goes to the bathroom to save the game, and then now saving covers his dick. That <laughs> horny. <laughs> nah, because it's meant to be like gross. So he's pooping. And yeah, he's like the now saving comes across his because he pulls down his pants and it comes up now like saving a across his. Thing. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty good. Is it? <laughs> it's fine. Yeah, it rules. <laughs> All right. Well, I, I... you eat ramen to bring back your life, but you have to buy it from a shop. But then there's an animation of him eating it, but not in game. It's a rendered cutscene. <laughs> Uh, that then, sounds so annoying. And every, well, there's only like two carts in every level. And then at the end of the level, there's a blog you can go on where he's written a review of the ramen you ate. What the fuck? There's just. What? what? There's just so many things in this game. There's like game posters for the games you've unlocked. Like they're reviewed by like. There's just so much detail to weird things, but no detail to the actual game. (laughs) You've just described something I might actively hate. It sounds awful. (laughs) I think it rules. I think it's the best thing in the world. Six thumbs. I'm going to review it for all of us. I'm giving it 3.5. Zamet, you can give it three. Zero, all right. And Jack, you can also give it three, bringing it to a nine. Nine thumbs and a knock for Travis Strikes Back, No More Heroes. Had my review okay, stolen, but fine. okay. Like, it just feels like we submitted it to the, to the editor, being like, this game's garbage and we hate it. All right, all right, all right. So a bit better than average. Cool, cool, cool. cool. Huh? What? <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, cool, all right. So nine thumbs. Nine, and, uh, nine thumbs and a knock. Six thumbs and another... Wait, no. <laughs> How'd it come we get anyway? Anyway. <laughs> he only seemed to like it a little bit better than us. Yeah, that's very frustrating. Like mm. the game. No, I was just giving it three reviews of my own, but associating it with you. Oh, okay. So okay. I feel better about the three thumbs and a knock now because I then also gave it three thumbs, which is the other score I was leading towards. But then I gave it twice, so now it's nine thumbs and a knock. And we famously are going to give this game nine point five out of five. <laughs> yeah. And that will be a quote they can put on the box. <laughs> 
All right. Well, I I have been uh, playing the Long Dark Story Mode Redux, which is basically an overhaul of the story mode for the video game Long Dark for computer, PS4, and a whole bunch of other things, I think. So, Maybe on Xbox One as well. Before we go into this, yeah. uh, you have off mic and maybe in one of our other shows mentioned that you hated the story mode of this one. I did. It was, it was atrocious. It was basically everything that a story mode shouldn't be. It took a game that you loved because you didn't have to yeah. read anything and you could make a, whatever oh, you could, words. <laughs> you could role play however you want. I wish I was illiterate. <laughs> well, you can't did. read, you just hate to. <laughs> if I could retroactively like make myself illiterate. illiterate, I would. <laughs> You're jealous of the illiterate. Yeah, they don't have to. I'll yeah. make sure I put everything in a different language so it makes me feel like I'm illiterate. <laughs> You like to go to primary schools and yell at the prep teachers. To <laughs> stop be like, stop teaching them to read. They you know the burden this. you're giving these children. With great power comes great responsibility. And I want none of it. So basically what it did was take a ca- like a pretty much a faceless character where you had no idea why they were there or what happened, but you just had to survive and gave them an entire backstory, mm. a name... That wasn't the reason that it frustrated me so much. The, the real problem with the original, the, the problem with the whole thing is that The Long Dark, when it came out, because it's been in like kind of like a, a, a early release-ish kind of thing, it's not there anymore, but it's been, they're still always updating it and developing it, is that when it came out, it was just the survival mode, which I love, which is just, you're dropped mm. into the map, see how long you can survive. You got no goals other than survive, keep yourself fed, keep yourself watered, keep yourself sleeping, keep yourself away from wolves. And slowly you make your way through the levels, you gather, you know, your equipment, your food, um, and you just try and survive. And the, the main thing that I really love about The Long Dark, and when, one day I'm sure I'll review the survival mode, but I love that it's it's one of the few games I've played where unlocks don't really happen in the game, you just get better. And I find that so satisfying. I remember that you can get one, there's one weapon in the game, which is a rifle. Well, there's a couple more now, but early on, just mm-hmm. a rifle. And I used to suck with it. And then one day I was like, I need food. And I shot a deer and I was like, wow, I've leveled up. <laughs> like I, I, I have actually learned the skills that I'm meant to be learning in the so game. So I've been watching you play the long satisfying. for probably like 18 months on and off. And yeah. I reckon I've never seen you hit something with a rifle. It's a weird thing where, because the, the longest I've survived is 70 days. Mm. And that is like, I'm just, I'm like a, a grizzly Adams. But then anytime anyone's watching me, I just die all the time. Uh, I've watched you play like properly as it were. Cause I guess I, I'm around the long, like, longer yeah. than everybody else. I've seen you I think play it's just because if, if people are watching me, it's playing properly is boring to watch. Oh yeah, don't get me wrong. Because like, it's it, just it's, like... It's a game I like watching you play if I'm there doing something else, yeah. like reading a book, editing, or playing a uh, indie darling on Switch. Yeah, because so... otherwise it's just like... You're like, oh man, there's a deer. Man, it would be cool if I shot it. And I'm like, I gotta conserve bullets. I'll just eat these reeds instead. (laughs) Not that fun to watch. But the story mode, what annoyed me about it is that because it started with the survival mode, that meant that me and a lot of other people who'd played it, Mm. that's what we'd learned. And we were good at it. At that point, we were good at the game. And then the story mode came out about a year ago, and it just... It taught you everything again, but in this really uh, kind of like unintuitive, frustrating, slow way. So you start... The the plot of the story mode is you're going to the Great Bear Island, which is a sort of like a big island up in Canada. Uh, you crash your plane. You're there with your ex-wife, Astrid, who is a doctor. You crash your plane. She goes missing. You don't know where she is. You can't find her body. So you're like, i got to find Astrid. 
Um, and you're you're at the plane crash. There's a cave, and you've got like a broken leg from the crash. And it's like, cool. This okay. is so good because the plot of the long dark is winning back your ex-wife. <laughs> it is very funny. Every time he chats to people, it's like I got to find her. She's my ex-wife. <laughs> she's got no time for him. But it's like, especially because <laughs> she's probably dead. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Um, so you're like, oh, my leg is. I got a sprained ankle. And you're like, I gotta, I gotta fix it. And the game's like, cool. Uh, go collect berries. So you go collect berries, and then it's like, you're too tired to do anything else. Go to sleep. And you're like, ah, and you go to sleep. You wake up, and like, now make a fire. You make a fire, and it's like, you're too tired to do anything else. Go to sleep. Instead of being like, I'm gonna walk you through it all at once. Every single step of the way, because it it's makes not, you go to bed, and it, and that's like this whole process with like menus and a loading screen, and you're like, it's just so unintuitive and frustrating. And then when you get into the actual game, it's just like a collectathon. They're like. Go collect logs, and you collect logs, and go collect food, and you collect food. And it's just like, I don't know, very boring. Yeah. And I assume that most people who are playing it have also played survival, or like not maybe most, but quite a few. And so that was just very frustrating. And people complained, and that's why they read it. They made a new story mode, which is great. It gets rid of all of those problems. Is Astrid still... Is ex- yeah. Sorry, ex-wife's still ex-wife's there. Ex-wife's still missing. Don't know where she is. <laughs> Good, because I would have. I would. I was ready to complain again. But like, Bring back ex-wife. <laughs> but like, instead I of... I miss my ex-wife. Instead of it being like, oh, give yourself medicine, sleep, it's like, you can just go. You can just start walking. The animations are a lot nicer on all of the NPCs. The opening uh, is kind of done in chapters, and the opening sort of like intro for the chapters is really great. Yep. Uh, it does this really fun thing where... Now the very beginning is you in your office on the mainland and you oh, can kind cool. of wander around. It kind of teaches you how to light fires and stuff there because you're like, oh man, I'm cold. I'll light my little boiler and you just light it up and it's like, oh, you like that. That's kind of like an intuitive I thought it was going to teach you how to set up a campfire in your office for a second. <laughs> I was like, oh, that kind of breaks immersion a little Break bit. Break down your office and <laughs> set it on fire. Um, and it does another fun thing where, because you, you know, Astrid comes to you and she's like, hey, I need to get into the Great Bear Lakes. Yeah. I've got to deliver something. I don't know what it is yet. Yeah. Um, she gets in the plane and it's like, cool. You have enough room in your plane for X, and you kind of choose your starting equipment that way, which yep. is kind of nice. It's like, do you want to bring extra food, extra medical supplies, or a flare gun? And I bought extra food, which I kind of regretted. But hey, yeah, that seems like the dumbest <laughs> out of the three to bring. Yeah, that's on me. I should have. No, wait, no, I brought medical supplies, which I regretted because I was like, man, I got a lot of pills, but no food. Um, because couldn't you fix your leg straight away then? Yeah, but then it, that's fine. But I'm still starving in the wilderness, and it's very hard to get food when. And it's- you can't shoot your rifle. Exactly. Well, I didn't have the rifle at yeah, that point. If you did, it wouldn't have mattered. And I wish they had like a punch function in the long dark. Me too. I wish, because like, you can pick up rocks to throw mm. at rabbits, which is really satisfying. Yes. And I'll talk about that in like a little bit of a second. But I wish you could throw them at wolves as mm. well. I wish you could go up there and like punch a deal. Yeah, yeah. That'd be incredible. Yeah. Um... And we know we know here here at Tom Cramps that I don't like a game with a story. No, you <laughs> don't like a game with a read. That's basically my least favorite part of most games is the story. But because I'd played the Long Dark Survival Mode so much, having a purpose was really nice. So it wasn't just survive and don't die. I had things I had to do. And that, I don't know, it refreshed the game heaps for me. Well, your longest survival in the Long Dark isn't because you died, it's because you start being like... I get bored. I'm like, what if I fought a wolf naked? Let's yeah. give that a go. Um, and yeah, at that point, I don't have a purpose, and that's yeah. why that happens. It, it seems like with survival games, and there's a sort of problem with it where it's like, okay, your goal is to survive, so you <laughs> survive. And it's like, okay, day one to day eight, you're like, oh my god, I'm so stressed. Mm. And then by like day 20, like, okay, I'm doing pretty good. I know what I'm doing now. Yeah. All right, well, what can I do? Well, I know there's a rifle there, or I'm going to build the bow, or yeah. I'm going to try and get some deer I got skin. some things to focus so like, on. Okay, okay, I'm going to focus on that. So then you go and do that. 
And if you succeed, great. And you're like, okay, I've got the bow, I've got the rifle, I've got some bullets. Of i got gear. meat, i got enough yeah. food to last me forever. Okay. What now? Now, now, now I've, I've, um, sort of, I've sort of done it. Yeah. So... And that's a really mm. frustrating part of... It's just disappointing, because you're like... Like, I know people who have done, like, 300 days in the long mm. dark. Or I've seen people do it. And I'm like, that's amazing that you had the patience. Because <laughs> for me, I, yeah, I get to that point where I'm like, yeah. I guess I'm doing a nude run. Um, but no, yeah, so... I get you. It's, it's kind of like the thrill was to survive to a point, And you're like, there is literally now just this. I think a good so... rule when you're making a good survival mm. game is survive, don't thrive. So if you're thriving, it stops being fun. If you're surviving... It's always good. And having that purpose meant that I had to keep moving. So I couldn't ever just hunker down in a base. I had to go here to get something or chat to someone or try and find food here or or access a key here. So everything was a journey and everything was a struggle. Also, uh, one of the things they added in the Redux is um, difficulty levels, which means that I can make it as hard as I want. And that's really good for me, given that I'm kind of old hat at the game. So making it very hard meant that my initial experience was it was a nightmare i had no food anywhere and i was surviving by throwing rocks at rabbits snapping their necks cooking them on a tiny fire eating that and being like i have no food for tomorrow but i guess i'm going to bed cool (laughs) and that was super fun um i love the animation of the the rabbit oh it's just i still don't know why when you you throw a rock at a rabbit rabbit falls unconscious you go grab the rabbit and you're holding it by its head and its body and it gives you the option to release it or snap its neck releasing it achieves nothing you just let the rabbit go I don't know why. I'm assuming it's if you're bored and you're just, you're just, you know, using them like target practice. That's what it's for. But you should be like, you put it back, give him a bit of a kiss first, yeah. let him, let him go. Exactly, Rex Hunt style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yibbity yibbity, off you go, rabbit. Um, I forgot that he said yibbity yibbity. That's the best. Rex Hunt kind of rolls. Um, so despite all that and despite all the improvements, the quest style is still a bit clunky. So a lot of the NPCs just kind of sit there. They're not yep. really dynamic. The quests are, for the most part, great, but so there's two levels in the, in the chapter one and two. Oh, there's actually quite a few, but there's sort of two main areas. Yep. Um, the first area is an area that is really new, and it's designed for the story mode, which rules. The second area is the first ever area or map released. So the first area is really fun because it's really new and unique and I've never done it before. Yeah. And it means that struggling is scary because I'm like... You don't know where anything is. Or it's like, go to the church. There's a cache there. And I'm like, where's the church? But... The second level, I've done it so many times that if a quest sends me to one end and back, that's really frustrating. And that becomes quite tiresome at a certain point. Especially when it was like, go, because every level is kind of connected by these little transition zones. And it was like, go all the way, three levels away to grab something and then come back. And I do. And I give it back to the guy. And he's like, cool, do it again. And I'm like, I just, I just did it. Please freshen it up for me a little bit. The only other problem I have with it is that the first level does this really good thing where it ekes out your tools. Yep. Tools, again, that in survival mode you've always got heaps of because you know where they are at this point and they're not like... You, you can have a whetstone for grinding your uh, your your hatchet or your, your hunting knife and you're like, whatever. But the first level is like you have nothing and you get the whetstone and it's really exciting or you're like, I got a can opener. Oh my God, I, I don't have to bash cans on rocks anymore. Like <laughs> I, I can get open it. That's so exciting. And it ekes them out in a way that each one is kind of like very satisfying to get. And then the second level, they're just kind of everywhere and it kind of ruins that a little bit. But otherwise, 
a really great redux, a really great redo of the story mode. I think if you've, if you've never played The Long Dark and you want to get into it in a way that is kind of like um, a little bit gentle and transitioning you into playing it for survival mode, which I really think is kind of the, the best part of the game, but yep. the story mode is a great way to get you involved. There's only two chapters out at the moment, and I'm presuming the second two chapters you'll play as Astrid because you could pick to play as her in the survival mode, so all the animations and the dialogue's already recorded there. So I'm assuming you'll find out her journey for the next two chapters, but it's only two chapters out now. It's a great game. Really recommend it. I'd probably give this four and a half knocks. Four and a half knocks? Four, no, four and a half thumbs. Four thumbs and a knock. Oh there my gosh. Go. Um, yeah, so I'd probably, probably give this four, four and a half knock. Four thumbs and a knock. So one thumb and one knock higher than what you gave Travis Strikes Back. Yeah, well, that was an unintentional give. That was um, not on me. And it's, it's only $40 as well. And I, I think there's quite a lot of meat to this game and it's constantly being updated. A so, lot of cheapish games today. Yeah. Good mm. budget gamers. Budget gamers. Heck yeah. <laughs> so all in all, uh, this episode gets a, a whopping 16 thumbs <laughs> and a knock. Whoa. Wow. we so many classics today. <laughs> yeah. A lot of positive feelings in today's episode and that's what thumb cramps is all about <laughs> just given games the scores they definitely deserve mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah and like an uncorruptible system yeah <laughs> on that note I've been Joel I've been Jackson and I've been Joel yibbida 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 let's go racing <laughs> Thanks for listening. If you want to watch just how competent or incompetent we are at video games, head on over to twitch.tv slash sanspansradio where you'll see us and other members of the Sanspans network live stream some of our favourite video games. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. 
The secret to summer-ready skin is here. Osea's number one best-selling Andaria Algae Body Oil, clinically proven to instantly improve skin elasticity and transform dry skin to silky, soft, and unbelievably glowing. Its signature scent of freshly squeezed grapefruit, cypress, and mango mandarin transports you to sun-kissed summer days. Get healthy, glowing skin for summer with clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code GLOW at OseaMalibu.com.